0: Welcome to the Payfit Podcast. We believe that building a safe and inclusive environment where everyone is celebrated and listened to, regardless of their gender, sexual orientation, disability, or other characteristic is fundamental for teams to thrive. This podcast series includes discussions with both internal and external guests, where we listen to their inspiring stories as they shed light on initiatives that contribute to positive change. Enjoy!
1: Welcome to our new episode, dedicated to diversity and inclusion in the workplace. And more specifically, LGBTQIA inclusion, a topic sometimes said to be political, to be personal, or rather one that should be welcomed and celebrated in the workplace. I'm Chelsea, the diversity, inclusion, and culture manager at Payfit. And I've invited Thais to talk about her experience at Payfit and her thoughts on the topic as a design director, a bisexual woman, a mother, a Brazilian living in different European countries. Hi Thais. Hi Chelsea. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey at Payfit?
0: Of course. First, uh, thanks so much for for having me here. Uh, Super happy to share a little bit of my story. I I came from a very humble uh, family in Iterói, that it's a small city in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, uh, where I started my design career studying industrial design, digital marketing and and business. And I was uh, lucky enough uh, to meet my wife when I was very young, Uh, we are together for uh 15 years um i think of myself of a bisexual uh but coming out uh, for me was a, a natural process uh of course uh, full of ups and downs uh because it's a process uh for me for my family and, and friends but um it, it it was quite natural and uh, me and my wife we just got our first baby Gael, congratulations! thank you very much, uh, who is nine months uh, old, uh, while we are both uh, not living in Brazil anymore, but living in Munich, Germany. And uh, being in Europe um, helped me uh, not only grow in my career, uh, but also to learn a lot about uh, different cl- uh, cultures, uh, inclusion, and, and diversity. Um, Today I'm also part of the UX Ladies Munich. Uh, I'm the chapter lead there that is a inclusive community that aims to, to promote uh, female talents and increase female visibility. Uh, Currently, I'm based in Barcelona and I'm design director at Payfit where I'm working for one year as uh, with the Time and Payments tribe. My journey to join Payfit was in a quite special moment, uh, where we, my wife was pregnant, and uh, we receive all the supports of PayFit, uh, it, even though we are in this modern queer family, uh, I received the same rights, like for maternity leave, and also the supports during my moving from Germany to Barcelona, where the company supports, uh, and not only me, but my entire family so it, it was clear for me since the beginning so since the interview process that payfit is a super inclusive company and saw and treats uh, me and my family uh, like any other
1: thank you thais that, that's really good to hear and in your voice i hear that you're happy and maybe even a little bit relieved about your experience I wish that it would uh, be the norm and not maybe uh, um, an exceptional circumstance, but but maybe one day. And I'm really happy to hear that uh, that at PayFit your your experience was positive and uh, you were treated as as any family should be treated in that kind of going through that that moment in their life. Um, Th- thank you so much for for sharing and for your introduction. Um, maybe one one question to start off. So, some people say that sexual orientation shouldn't have a place uh, at work. Could you give us some examples of how the topic comes up at work?
0: Yeah, sure. I think uh, you're already right when you said that uh, I-, I can consider myself an exception. Uh, companies haven't been paying closer attention to work-life balance in the last years. I think that is the trend. But I believe companies are still missing something when it comes to addressing work and family topics. Uh, most of the companies and colleagues at work we assume that you are in a heterosexual family structure. Uh, one example thats uh, happened with me and happens all the time uh, it just happened yesterday with my wife that started in a new job. That is uh, when you started in the company, we are married and we use rings in our fingers. And uh, I had a colleague of mine asking, are you married? What is the name of your husband? That happens a lot and, and puts, uh, puts me in a position to explain, no, I don't have a husband and I have a wife. Uh, in my case, I was um, confident to, to, to say that and I feel comfortable since I was transparent with the company since the beginning uh, about my sexuality. And I, I always try to do that uh, because later I avoid like unnecessary gossiping that still happens a lot in, in a work environment. Uh, when someone uh, believes that the other person could be or not gay, put yourself on that. so. I I think it's difficult because when you ask a question like that, if the person is not uh, confident or if uh, we didn't discuss it yet with our boss or I don't know if HR, uh, maybe the person will feel like I need you to come out in a come out situation. Uh, And of course, uh, there are many other challenges uh, that you can face. Uh, I didn't suffer myself but I heard from friends, like um, it happens a lot in the work environment, uh, microaggressions, uh, malicious jokes or gossipies and, and looks and, and so on and so forth.
1: Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it. It's something that maybe, you know, I'm heterosexual, for example, and so it's something I'm not confronted with because I am part of this kind of norm or status quo, but if, you know, I think it can even happen in the interview process, for example, or like you said, day-to-day at work, even more so probably once you're married, once you have a kid, and it's great that you're comfortable and you're okay You know sharing and i think it's also a good way to raise awareness among the people who accidentally kind of just assume that someone is has a heterosexual family structure but like you said it's delicate because for someone who doesn't want to share and that it's very personal you know no one should be forced to make it coming out and so it kind of puts people in a position of either having to kind of lie or come out. And that's not a good situation to be in. So um, hopefully, yeah, I think that's kind of what diversity and inclusion is all about. It's uh, reminding people that just because, you know, there's a majority. It doesn't necessarily mean we should always assume uh, something about someone because there are so many types of families. There are, uh, you know, queer families, like you said, and there are also a lot of single parent families as well, or people who are raised by adoptive parents or aunts or uncles and so so thank you for sharing that i think for for our listeners it's it's a good reminder of 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 some maybe pitfalls to avoid um, making assumptions in terms of management what do you think a manager can do to create an inclusive and welcoming environment
0: good question i think uh, as a manager we should start acknowledging the diversity not only as a manager but i think uh, all the team members inside the companies should do it but i think as managers we have an important role uh, to make actions and change process like one example is is starting from the interview uh, process not assuming that everyone, exactly what we just discussed, that everyone we are talking are straight. And based on the numbers that uh, we, can, we can easily see, the, the, the queer communities, it's huge. And there's a big chance that you'll be wrong, I don't know, 5 to 10% of the time. So it is important to, to be aware from how we write the jobs descriptions avoiding gender language and adding the, the commitment of the company to diverse and, and inclusion. And we should also include questions uh, when it's possible, such as what are your preferred pronoun? I think we are seeing more and more of that. We see it at LinkedIn and, and other places. And one thing that I really like and when I was uh, working in Germany is that uh, since uh, 2019, they added in, in the title of all the positions, like the MFT or MDIT, that is the abbreviation for male, female, as well intersexual, transsexual or diverse, avoiding any kind of discrimination since the beginning. So I think this is a important, still small, but an important step in Germany. Second, be inclusive first, uh, keeping always a mixed culture and gender-balanced team. Uh, It's also important to establish psychological safety that uh, we can encourage discussions, create a great and safe place to work where team members uh, feel as they can share their thoughts and opinions freely, uh, so everyone feels hurt in an environment where we can celebrate our differences.
1: Exactly, and maybe something to mention that Thais has done uh, very recently at Payfit, um, kind of in preparation, talking about this podcast, is um, Thais mentioned to me that something she's seen in other companies is Pride Communities. And she said, there's such an inclusive culture at PayFit there, you know, it's such a welcoming environment, but you were surprised to see that we didn't have an active Pride community. So Thais created a Pride community. We're starting on Slack and I think it's something that already, I mean, it's so recent, it has, I think it's been not even a month and you just see so much positivity and the idea of this pride community, which I think, uh, you know, if, if other companies don't have that in place, it's, it's a really good kind of quick win because the idea is to create a safe space. And I think it's so important on these topics. So, Anyway, for those of you at Payfit, if you would like to join the Pride community, feel free to contact Thais or myself. Going on to the next question, maybe Thais, do you have any personal examples regarding inclusive management or inclusive company culture more globally?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, as a manager, uh, I had the opportunity to, to build diverse and multicultural teams from designers all over the globe from Argentina to India also I always take care to keep this gender balance inside the teams and I think what it's it's more important than that is I also try to fight inside the company that I'm working to have a more inclusive culture and avoiding tokenism that is this false sense of representation inside the teams. It's easy to see companies that just because they hired like one black person or one woman in the tech team or one LGBTQA plus person, they think that the company is inclusive. I already passed it for organizations like that in the past. And it's important to note that to create a real inclusive company, the sense of community is key and feel represented inside the company structure is is quite important and i i feel happy to to see more and more companies adding diverse and and inclusion in their internal and external cultures Uh, of course uh, we have like big companies uh such as google microsoft and apple uh, and and others that not only provides a big and safety community but they are doing an extra mile, supporting the community with events and, and donations. Uh, but we also have companies like Payfit, uh, where I feel represented by having many women in leadership uh, positions and other positions that was previously best known for being occupied by men. And um, we have what uh, Chelsea just mentioned, that it's the beginning of our community and this is quite important that we are starting to, to build that safety space inside uh, PayFit. And and the fact that we have a diverse department already tells a lot about the company to, to always bring discussions and challenge uh, our view and our processes.
1: Thank you, Thais. Yeah, I think the, the idea of community is really interesting from an intercultural perspective. Because, so you're Brazilian, you've lived in Germany, now you're living in Spain. Um, I'm American, but I'm also French now. I've been living in France for a while, and I've noticed that this notion of community is addressed really differently from one country to another. From what I've observed, allowing different communities to exist and have safe spaces whether it's you know women together or lgbtq plus uh people together or these kind of communities i think they can always exist individually and still allow for the company as a whole to be a strong community and have a strong culture i think the two the these can exist together and What I've noticed in France, not at PayFit, I've only been at PayFit for a couple of months, but in other kind of professional experiences, I think sometimes in France, there was a worry that allowing kind of different communities would go against the collectivity. From what I've seen, it doesn't. It actually, I think, even builds a stronger company culture overall. But I'm curious, from your perspective, you you have such an international perspective. How is community or this idea kind of perceived um, from from your different experiences?
0: I think this is just like, um, as I said, that it's happening more in big companies. And I'm seeing, I start movements uh, in, in smaller companies or startups to, to to be open about that and, and, and to have a voice and, and to start to create a community, but it's still not something that we see uh, that the company are looking for at the beginning. I think this is something after the company, it's, it's bigger, I don't know, with uh, uh, more than at least 500 people that someone else uh, someone will try if that person is uh, it's uh, it's open to to try to create that community so i think there's uh, still a lot of barriers to see that community happening inside our work environment
1: it's interesting what you're saying because from what i understand it sounds like You're saying companies do end up putting in place in the long term uh, different kind of safe spaces and, you know, allowing for different communities to come together and be, you know, part of the whole and part of the collective, but also have those moments uh, together and to share. And it sounds like us kind of with a lot of diversity and inclusion topics, the the idea is there and companies want to get there, but it takes time. I'm happy to see so far at Payfit, like I said, I've just joined two months ago, it seems like a a company that is moving really quickly on these topics, and I think, you know, it's really, it's great to see that, it's great for me, makes my job easier too, (laughs) Um, but thank you also to people like you, Thais, who also stand up and and want to participate and want to lead and suggest your ideas uh we couldn't we couldn't do it without you so thank you so much for that Um, thank you one more question here do you have any other advice or stories that you would like to share
0: oh yeah I think in that direction be mindful of your organization culture look for companies that already has a well-established inclusion and diverse culture in their websites or uh, ask yourself questions like is my workspace one that embraces differences and celebrates inclusion are are they living in the day-to-day or you only see it at paper i think it's an important question Um, and you can look what your organization has done um, to both Uh, others within the the work uh, space uh, who have already came out or as well as their external attitudes on the LGBTQA plus equality. Uh, Is your organization being vocal about it? Uh, Do they participate in local pride events? Um, And the last uh, but not least, I think never do anything you don't want to do. I think we always need to be Uh, true to ourselves and, and our values.
1: As the episode closes, I would really like to thank you, Thais, for joining us today and also for all you do at PayFit for starting the Pride community. And thank you to those of you listening. I would also like to make a call to action Try to think about how you can contribute to make your work environment a safe space where each person is free to be themselves, regardless of their sexual orientation, their gender, their religion, or any other attribute that does not represent the majority in your workplace. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you, Chelsea. This was the Payfit podcast by Payfit, hosted by Chelsea Boren. Voiceover was done by Taylor Ismail. Recording and production were directed by Capsule Factory, with Mathieu Monjotin and Camille Bichler.
1: Original music was composed by Slow Jane.